大家好，欢迎回来，猫咪 Chinese。当你们听到这一集 Podcast 的时候，应该已经是2023年了。首先祝大家新年快乐！我非常高兴，因为这是猫咪 Chinese 的第一百集。<笑>对不起，刚刚那是六一。Louis, Louis the cat, and he just knocked down the lamp. But anyway, let's come back to the podcast. Because this is Mommy Chinese's first episode, for me, it's very significant. Like a milestone, milestone means milestone. Milestone. Mommy Chinese 的第一集是在2021年1月9日发布的，到现在刚好差不多两年。两年前，因为这个 COVID-19， 英国在封锁，封锁 lockdown， 英国在封锁。我是学校的老师，那个时候的我。突然有了很多时间，所以我开始做这个 podcast。后来没有封锁了，我也还在一边工作一边找时间做 podcast， 一直到现在。我也想不到，我也想不到，我能坚持了两年。我也觉得我很幸运。因为我坚持了两年，猫咪 Chinese 也有了来自世界各地的听众，听众 audience， 你们都是特别好的听众，所以我也非常感谢你们，谢谢你们一直在听猫咪 Chinese， 谢谢你们一直在支持猫咪 Chinese。今天呢，我们来做一个问答。我收到了一些听众的问题，关于一些语法和词汇 （grammar and vocabs） 语法和词汇，关于 Mommy Chinese， 也关于我自己。谢谢问问题的朋友们。接下来我们一起听一下吧。So before we start the Q and A, just a quick reminder for you: if you would like to read the transcript of the podcast, you can see it on mommychinese.com. 首先，第一个问题 from Amelia H. Um, her question was: 六一 Louis the cat 现在多重了 So how heavy is Louis now? Um. 六一以前一直都是六公斤重，他有点超重，超重 overweight， 他有点超重，因为他太爱吃饭了。对他来说，每天最重要的事情就是吃饭。他也很懒，不喜欢做运动。后来我们帮他减肥。减肥 to lose weight. 后来我们帮他减肥，给他的饭少了，他吃的也少了。现在他的体重是五点五公斤，成功减肥了。So thank you, Amelia, very much for the question, and 
、um, thank you for showing interest to Louis. Although he is in the logo of the podcast, but he's still having his normal life, just sleep and eat every day. Um, actually, he is right next to me, so I can give him the microphone, and you might hear his purring. <音>对他非常开心，非常幸福 ，very happy boy. But anyway, thank you very much. 好啦，现在我们来听第二个问题 ，from 蛋哥。A question I have would be about the form 不聊 In episode ninety-eight at four minutes forty second, I've always been confused by this form. 谢谢蛋哥 ，It's actually a very good grammar question. One confusing thing about Chinese grammar is there are quite a lot of Grammatical structure formed by very basic characters. You might recognize the characters at the very first beginning, but when they're formed together, they mean something completely different. A very good example is what mentioned by Dan Ge, verb plus 不聊 So we know 不 a super common negative word 不 We also know the characters 了 used after the verb. It's the characters you have seen it millions times, like a little three symbols. But it has another pronunciation, liao. So let's talk about this form, verb plus 不聊 It is a grammar structure to show that we cannot do something or we are not able to do something. It's a bit similar to 不能 or 没办法 For example. 去不了 not be able to go, cannot go. 去不了吃不了 not be able to eat, cannot eat. 看不了 cannot see. 相信不了 cannot believe. Um, some sentences, for example, 今天中国餐厅的老板休息，餐厅关门。我们吃不了中餐了。The owner of the Chinese restaurant is having a day off today, so the restaurant was closed, and we are not able to eat the Chinese meal today. 吃不了中餐 cannot eat Chinese food. 今天中国餐厅的老板休息，餐厅关门，我们吃不了中餐了。Another example. 天气预报说明天下雨，我们去不了逛街。According to the weather report, tomorrow will be raining, so we cannot go shopping. 去不了逛街。天气预报说明天下雨，我们去不了逛街。Um, another example. 我有过很糟糕的恋爱。所以我相信不了爱情。So I have had some very bad relationships, and I cannot believe in love anymore. 我有过很糟糕的恋爱，所以我相信不了爱情。So verb plus 不了 means 
we cannot do something, we're not able to do something. Similar to 不能没有办法去不了不能去没有办法去吃不了不能吃没有办法吃看不了不能看没有办法看相信不了不能相信没有办法相信 So I hope this can answer question, Dan 哥。谢谢你的问题。好了，我们现在来看第三个问题 ，from Joseph。Joseph asked a question about listening. I cannot understand people when they're speaking Chinese too fast. How do I improve my listening? A very useful question as well. I'm sure this happens on every language learner. And of course, including myself, I still remember how awkward I felt when I realized that I couldn't understand my colleagues' conversation, let alone joining in their conversation、um, in my first year in the UK. So, being a language teacher as well as a language learner, here were some techniques from me that I and my student both found it useful. Number one is to give yourself a lot of income. Listen a lot, but with strategy. Find some videos or audios in Chinese, and if you realize that you cannot understand them if they're speaking too fast, try to slow down the speed. I'm pretty sure a lot of players will allow us to do that. Then listen to this audio or watch this video again and again. Play it from slow to fast. It might be very dry and dull, so do remember to pick something that you are really interested in. Or you can speed up the episode of Mummy Chinese. Normally, I speak quite slowly because normally I speak quite slowly. If you listen to some native speaker having conversation, their speed might be one point two to one point five times faster than mine. So you can speed up Mummy Chinese. And use the transcript and the translation to help you. Whatever you want to challenge the faster speed. The second technique is shadowing, which is to repeat whatever you have heard when you're listening. This can be very tiring and overwhelming because you have to be very concentrated, focused on every syllables you have heard. Meanwhile, copy them, repeat them by speaking them aloud. When you're doing shadowing, you don't have to understand every single thing you have heard. Just keep listening, keep repeating, keep speaking. Shadowing can help you form a very good pronunciation if you are listening to some authentic materials. It also helps you catch up with people speaking. You probably have the same experience when you're listening to native speakers speaking for a long time, and you couldn't understand every single thing. You just tend to switch off. Or maybe we are not used to their speech, so we miss a lot of information. And because you're forcing yourself to speak as fast as native speaker, you then gradually realize you can understand native speaker. Or even if you don't understand them completely, you are feeling a bit more comfortable with their speech. So these are two of my advice to help you with the listening. So you can try to do some repetitive listening. Do it from slow to fast, or from fast to slow, or you can do some shadowing. Make every second of listening count by trying to repeat what you have heard. I will also recommend some more Chinese reality show or TV show to you, which I found useful to learning Chinese. Please do look forward to that. They will be published soon. 
I hope this will be helpful. And thank you, Joseph, for the very good question as well. 好了，我们来看一下第四个问题 ，Question Four from J. Joe. 你在学习什么语言？为什么这门语言呢？你去过哪些国家？你有没有男朋友或者女朋友？如果有的话，是不是中国人？是怎么认识他的呢 ？Um, a lot of questions about myself. So I'm going to answer them one by one. Um, number one, 你在学习什么语言？为什么这门语言呢？ What languages am I learning, and why do these languages? Um, 虽然我学过很多语言，但是我一直在坚持的只有这几个语言。第一个是英语。虽然我已经住在英国很久了，也在英国学习过，在英国工作，但是我觉得我的英语还可以进步。第二个是日语，在我的童年里，我看了很多日本的动漫、动漫 anime、动漫，也很喜欢日语歌。我也去过日本旅游几次，我非常喜欢日语，因为我觉得日语太好听了，听起来很温柔 ，sounds very gentle， 听起来很温柔。虽然日语里有很多汉字，我也能看懂，但是日语的语法实在是太复杂了，复杂 （complicated）， 太复杂了，所以我学得很慢。我的目标是两年内能去日本工作或者学习，也可以好好学一学日语。第三个是西班牙语。我去年才开始学西班牙语，主要是因为我的工作。我的学校希望我以后也能教一点西班牙语，所以我的校长给我报名了西班牙语的课，所以我也正在学西班牙语。好，接下来是你去过什么国家？ What countries have you been to? 至于我去过什么国家，其实我只去过亚洲和欧洲。亚洲的话，我的家乡在中国南方。我去过日本、新加坡、泰国、Thailand、泰国。欧洲的话，我现在住在英国。去过法国、德国、西班牙、爱沙尼亚 （Estonia）、爱沙尼亚、斯洛文尼亚 （Slovenia）、斯洛文尼亚、克罗地亚 （Croatia）、克罗地亚、波黑 （Bosnia）、波黑。以后我想去北欧看一看，北欧的 Northern Europe， 北欧。以后我想去北欧看一看。也想去美国和澳大利亚旅游。Now it comes to 你有没有男朋友或者女朋友？如果有，是不是中国人？是怎么认识他的 ？Um, do you have boyfriend or girlfriend? If yes, are they Chinese? 
and how do you know him or know her? 我现在没有男朋友，因为我的男朋友已经变成了我的丈夫。Um, 是的，我已经结婚了。二零二二年六月的时候结了婚，刚好半年。我的丈夫其实是英国人，是我在英国工作的时候认识的。我们谈恋爱谈了四年多了。后来就决定结婚啦。那谢谢 J 周，谢谢你的问题。现在我们来看今天的最后一个问题 ，The last question of today from Magda So: How to improve and use grammar skills? Is there any app, book, website, or technique you could recommend? Um, what I would recommend is. Number one, try to learn grammar in a context which can meet your need. For example, you might be learning Chinese for a degree, for academic, for business, or you just want to do some daily conversation with Chinese people. So when you see some sentences or some paragraph which might meet your need, copy them, record them in your learning deck or your study set. There are a lot of Chinese textbooks about grammar. But I wouldn't recommend you to go through the grammar one by one, because that will only overwhelm yourself. But our brain will work extra hard to work out the grammar if those are useful for us. So whenever you learn some new grammar, try to look for the examples or make up some sentences that fit in your context. Number two is to give yourself enough reading income. Even just do some casual reading, reading some very short news or short paragraph. Just to help you get more familiar with different grammar points and vocabulary, and expose yourself to authentic materials. I've just started to work on a project.、Uh, Mummy Chinese is planning to make some audio books, can be fiction or non-fiction, but they will be embedded with grammar and vocabs of different levels. I'm now working on a book about Chinese fantasy and horror story. But feel free to let me know if you're interested in any kinds of books. My third advice would be: allow yourself to produce something using the grammar you have just learned. For example, you can write、um, a paragraph, or even just write a sentence. Like we have talked about verb plus 不了 which means cannot do something or is not be able to do something. You can use this grammatical form to make up some sentences. For example, if you're learning Chinese for business, you can make a sentence like. We cannot cooperate with them because they are always late for meeting. Or if you're learning Chinese for academic, you can do. I'm sorry, teacher. I cannot finish my homework because my cat break my laptop. Well, sounds like something Louis is likely to do. But anyway, try to produce something with the grammars that meet your personal need, or make some sentences that you think you might use it one day. However, this is only step one. Step two is. Try to look for feedbacks from native speakers. Can be your language partner, can be your Chinese friends. So after the feedback, you can enable yourself to produce more accurate sentences or paragraphs. So thank you for the very good question, and I hope my answer can help. Last but not least, I want to say a huge thank you to this audience who left me some reviews on the podcast. 谢谢 RT Mordak from Canada. This podcast is great for learners working to set up into all Chinese content. I've been listening since the first episode, and it was 
the first all Chinese podcast I was able to consistently follow along with. The content is interesting and fun, and Molly explains potentially unfamiliar words or expressions in each episode, and there are transcript if needed. 如果你在学习 HSK 4或者 TOCFLA 的资料，这个播客的难度真的适合你。谢谢你，我觉得非常的荣幸，荣幸 honored. I feel very honored that you've listened to all the episode. Also, 谢谢 P. Shida from Russia. 当我遇到公交堵塞或者在地铁上时。我喜欢听这个播客，内容丰富。非常感谢你，我也很高兴我的播客能陪着你，尤其是在你无聊的时候。Thank you very much. I'm also very pleased that my podcast can be your good company when you're in traffic jam or in the underground. Another 谢谢 to Drewfus. I've been looking for a podcast for my 11-year-old nephew to improve his Chinese for PSLE. And this is it. The taking pace is just right, with relevant and up-to-date content, and the website with transcript comes with explanations on all its phrases. 非常谢谢你 Although I'm not very sure if your nephew likes me or likes the podcast or not. Will work low for him, but well, he has to do it, doesn't he? Another huge thank you to Joe in Rhode Island from United States. I just learned about this podcast and I'm so glad that I did. It's perfect for my level, early, intermediate, HSK three. Molly speaks slowly and clearly, almost entirely in Chinese, with occasionally English translations of less familiar words or phrases. The podcasts are short, mostly five to ten minutes, and I like listening to them several times as a way to building up my comprehension to close to one hundred percent. Plus, there are transcripts available. Thank you very much, Joe. And you actually give us a very good idea of improving our listening, which is to listen repetitively until we understand everything. One more huge thank you to Jay from United States as well, who said, "I've been following your podcast for three to four months now. I know Chinese in an intermediate level, but I'm in the States now, so I really have a chance to practice my Chinese." My work is pretty busy, so I usually listen to your podcast when I drive back home. I love that your content is very up to date, and there was always an interesting topic. For example, the latest episode, which is the interview from people talking about presidency. Also, you have a very attractive voice. I really like that. Plus, your British accent, which is my own preference. I'm glad that I found your podcast and this amazing content to learn Chinese. 非常谢谢你 ，very nice compliment. Um, although I'm not very sure about my British accent, I know I have an accent when I'm speaking English. Not sure if that's Chinese accent or not, but it doesn't matter. Everyone has accent as long as we can understand each other. 好啦，今天的猫咪 Chinese 就先到这里。非常谢谢你的收听，谢谢你们一直的陪伴。Thank you very much for your listening, and thank you so much for your company in the past two years. I hope in the new year, Mommy Chinese can still be part of your learning journey. 好啦，谢谢你的收听，我们下个星期见，新年快乐，再见。